Hi, welcome everyone. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Um, we're just going to get started in a minute. We're just, I always like to start out the sessions, you know, asking people to drop in the chat where they're calling from, where they're coming in from, um, and say hi. And um, we have had people at the previous samplers from Ireland and London. And today you'll hear, but our guest is actually calling in from Spain. Spain, which is really exciting. Um, so what, who do we have? We have some Canada and Texas. Nice, nice welcome. Thank you. Um, so I am Lisa Shaughnessy, host of the Writing Retreat Sampler. Welcome to season one, episode four with Kat Caldwell, host of the Write With Us Writing Retreat. So Kat, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I am too. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited for people to learn more about this. Um, so before we get to the interview and the slides and everything, I just want to go over you know, a few housekeeping items. I think everybody's found the chat box to the right. That's usually pretty, pretty simple. It shows up. Um, and then it'll be open during the whole presentation. We won't stop to answer any questions, but if you have questions, you know, feel free to put them in the chat and we can you know, answer them at the end so you don't forget later. So let me pull up. I'm gonna pull up our presentation now so we can see that. And when we do the Q&A at the end of the presentation, we'll use the Q&A function. Um, it's just below the chat symbol. It has a Q&A <laughs> bubble. So <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory as well. So I, like I said, am super excited to hear more about this retreat. And if you are too, uh, you know, let's see some emoji reactions, which you can find at the bottom of the screen. Um, you can let us know how you're, no, excuse me, feeling about that or let us know in the chat, um, you know, if you're excited to, to be here today and learn more about, learn more about this retreat. All right. All right. That's always good. I love seeing all the emojis float up to the top. It's just, yeah, it feels so good. Yeah. All right. So Kat, if you could just start, you know, just telling us a little, a little bit about yourself. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Kat Caldwell. Um, as you can see, I'm in Spain in the mountains at the moment in this lovely house that's like about 200 years old, I think. Um, so I married a Spaniard, so I spend at least six weeks a year here in Spain, and so I love this country. Um, I'm a novelist, a short story writer, and I also became a certified fiction coach uh, last year through Author Accelerator. Um, and I just wanted to look for a way to sort of mix my loves together. So my love of languages, my love of travel and different cultures, and then writing and stories. And so, um, so yeah, I wanted to put together a writing retreat in Spain. And I'm doing so with Marcy Renee. Um, she and I met during COVID and she also, she lives here actually permanently in Madrid, outside of Madrid. And she's lived in France and Morocco. Um, and so she is a memoir uh, creative nonfiction and children's book author. She has several books out. Um, and she also spe speaks several languages and loves travel and loves Spain. And so we got together and we said, why don't we put together a writing retreat <laughs> in Spain? Um, so we did. We um, are going to have our first one in September. 
Oh, I love that. And she sounds like a great compliment to yeah. what you bring. So between the two of you, you can really offer your guests, um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of good information and and coaching and helpful. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. We have a lot of experience between the two of us. Uh, and as a writing retreat evangelist, this is my favorite part of the sampler interviews. I know how powerful writing retreats can be. So I want to hear more. Um, I, I know writers want to hear more about the benefits of a writing retreat. So what are some ways you can think a writing retreat helps writers? Um, I think the number one thing is that our art form is usually done alone. And uh, it's not always beneficial to be alone. So you know, the writing, of course, you have to be there with your computer or your pad of paper writing, but we need a way to bounce ideas off of people, to ask questions, to get some feedback, to brainstorm. I mean, every time I'm coaching somebody individually, half the time we're talking through their story. And a lot of times the writer comes up with their own idea, right? But it, it just helps to be verbal and so it helps to have those people around who have their heads wrapped around writing. They understand that as well. You know, you're sort of in it together. You understand it. And, and it's a little bit different than talking to a friend who's not a writer or a partner who's not a writer. You know, we sort of think in, about stories in a different way. Um, so that's my number one thing. Like, we are not alone. And that's cool. <laughs> we, need, we need to get that support. Right. And, and how important you have feedback here. How important do you think feedback is for a writer? Um, I would say it's very important. And the, the problem with the way that we do things today is that you work on your manuscript and then you send it off to an editor when it's done. Um, that's not how it used to be. It used to be like writers got to send pages to their editors, right? Like 60 years ago, 70 years ago, you know, in the golden ages. Um, and what's better than getting some feedback on like your story arc or a character or a climax or an ending before you go, you know, and write the whole thing and then get the whole manuscript back from an editor saying this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. <laughs> like, it would be just so much easier if you could work through something like how is this for a climax, um, you know, before you write it or sort of before you really get it ingrained into that story, you know, so that like, oh, if I change the climax, I got to change one third of the story already. Um, so for me, it's like it's the brainstorming and the feedback that really helps move you forward in a quicker amount of time if you can get it before you're completely done, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't think the in-person benefits can be stressed enough. Yeah. You know, you're talking about, I mean, I know we're talking about a writing retreat, but that's the point, the in-person feedback and brainstorming where you're just on the fly, you know, over coffee, over lunch, walking around a town. Um, as things come to you, you have the people around you where you can immediately start, you know, start talking about that. Right. Which, which kind of leads me to this one, right? Yeah. Your, your idea. Um, yeah, being around creatives, right? It's just yeah. With, I mean, what would be better? Like, it it's a lot of work to write for an hour and a half, two hours, right? So, um, maybe during our day to day, outside of a writing retreat, we're very proud, you know, half an hour, hour, hour and a half, like that's amazing, right? But how much better would it be to be like in your story for a whole week, like? 
and you get re-energized by other creatives, you get to help others. Like it's not just about receiving the help, right? Or receiving the feedback. It's like, yeah, I get to be involved in someone else's story and hear from them and learn from them and, and be like re-energized just by this creative atmosphere. You know, like that, that's so cool. You get to be around people who understand your art form and like are as committed to it as you are. Right. And, and like you said, I just want to emphasize what you said about learning from others, because you, you can't just write your story and think of your story in your own head and, and evolve and, you know, make progress and keep getting better at writing. You know, when you hear what other people are doing or how they've solved maybe the, you know, the infamous show don't tell problem, right. um, then you really, really start to just leapfrog your skills and your ruin your writing. I, I just love oh, that. Oh, yeah. And how much better would it be if, you know, there's all these words and things around floating around the internet. If you're sitting around the table and like, can somebody please explain to me show don't tell? Like whatever it is that you don't, yeah. you know, why is it bad? Why is head hopping bad? What's the difference? And just being able to be feel comfortable and asking questions like that would that's amazing. <laughs> right. Because even sometimes online, when we ask in groups, we don't know these people, right? So, oh, you, you see it all the time. I don't want to sound stupid, but <laughs> but when you're in a group where you're getting to know people, that comfort level is there. You don't feel embarrassed or ashamed that you don't know something. Yeah. You feel really at ease and um, just the camaraderie that, that comes together with that. Exactly. Exactly. So segueing into the next part, though, um, many writers <laughs> that I talk to have said they just don't know what to bring to a writing retreat. Mm. And, you know, I don't know, maybe they think it's, it's just special or, or people when they think of a writing retreat, it just sounds maybe, you know, different. It's not a vacation. It's it's a retreat. You know, what do I bring to a retreat? It sounds so foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I mean, the number one, obviously, is whatever you write on. And I would I would bring a journal or a notebook. Um, I am a big proponent of morning pages, of documenting your victories, and even evening pages, um, and Marcia's as well. And so, and I think it it's great to sort of document a different way of writing. You know, like you have your story writing, but then it's a different thing to write by hand your experience. Um, most people write their books on computers. I mean, your computer needs the adapter, of course, but it, and it needs to sort of have the software already that you have, I would say. Um, but I would also say bring something to dictate into because you're really there for, I mean, our, our retreats are a week long and some other retreats are a bit shorter, but maybe, you know, four to seven days at least. Um, you might not be writing all the time. And a phone is a great way, you know, if you have your your phone, but maybe you're walking around the village or walking with someone, you just sort of want to talk through something you want to record, like the ideas that you might be getting at that moment. Um, and you've obviously you can't have your computer as you're walking through the town. So um, I would suggest bringing that as well. Oh, yeah, I love that. I actually bought when I used to run, I bought an iWatch just for the dictation, um, the record app, because I'd be running and then I'd be like <laughs> talking into my into my wrist, which was easier than talking into a phone. Yeah, I mean, ideas... but it's like the shower, like you get the yeah, ideas in the moment exactly. when you have no computer. <laughs> right. So you have to have that way. 
Um, okay, and so specifically to your retreat, um, what would you recommend here? Uh, well, it says comfy clothes. I think comfy clothes, as long as you are, um, you know, for you to be comfortable in the house. We are staying in an old convent. And so, um, you know, it like this one, it's made out of rock. Like it can get a bit drafty, even if it's um, September, you know, even if it's warm, you're going to need a couple different pairs of shoes, some to go out. Um, house shoes are pretty much mandatory in Spain. You don't really walk around barefoot. Um, so you would want to bring flip-flops, you know, slippers, anything like that. Um, and then you're definitely going to need a plug converter. Yes, you can probably find a place to buy it. It's not like <laughs> we're in Toledo. It's a big city. Um, but, you know, if you can have everything ready to go, uh, because you are going to need your computer to not die at some point. Um, I would even add to this, which I hadn't thought in the moment, um, for mine, for ours particularly, Spain is definitely a city, a, a, a country in which when you go out, you sort of dress, like what they used to, my grandmother used to say for church, you know, you don't have to dress to the hilt, but people definitely do not wear leggings to go out for dinner. Um, you know, like sport clothes out for dinner, you would want a nice pair of jeans or a nice shirt or even a dress. A lot of people wear dresses. You know, it doesn't have to be super, you know, fabulous, but people definitely do um, go out a bit more dressed up. And so you're going to kind of want to have that change of clothes, you know, and you could wear the same thing every time we go out. You know, we go out for two celebratory dinners. That would be fine. But yeah, to definitely have sort of that, if you're going to be very comfy in the convent, you're going to need sort of a little bit dressed up to go out. Okay. Okay. That, that's definitely good to know. And I don't know, did you send out a pre, um, and I know we might get to this later, but it's while I'm thinking about it, like a pre-package or an email or, or something to your attendees where it kind of lists all these extra things that, um, okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We have an email, um, that we, we send out. We also meet with every single one who signs up via Zoom or, you know, Google Meet, whatever they're comfortable with. And we go over, you know, the different ways to get to Toledo. Um, and then we have uh, a group call sort of in the works, you know, scheduled so that we can sort of go over any of these questions. We really, especially if people haven't traveled to Spain, we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable um, so that, you know, we don't want them to show up with only their Lululemon leggings and <laughs> feel like they don't fit in. You know, nobody would say anything, but I know that feeling. I've been traveling for 20 years. You always sort of want to not look too touristy, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. Blend a little. Okay, that's awesome. Awesome. So we've talked about, you know, tangible things to bring, but what about some intangibles that you would suggest? Yeah, I mean, we talked about feedback and learning from each other. So I would just bring sort of this open mind of just wanting, wanting to hear from others, wanting to learn, you know, I mean, I think sometimes when we, we've all sort of had that experience in a critique group, where maybe some people are a little bit over critiquey or a bit overly harsh. I really would like people to come to just ready to share their experience and how they write and, and then to have the open mind that however anyone else writes their stories, that that's okay, that, you know, you don't need to be the person constantly giving advice. Um, but feedback is great, you know, and just to have this sort of like accepting an openness um, to people's readings if they want to share them and definitely be giving at least one good thing per helpful suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is. And, and, um, 
and I think too, people do want to be helpful and everybody's idea of helpful can be a little different. So okay. just before we get to this next one, um, do you have kind of rules? Are, are, are you guidelines? Are you going to like kind of set some kind of tone beforehand with, with these kind of um, sort of guidelines for people? Right. So uh, when we gather on Sunday, it, you know, it's kind of the day of travel, right. And to check in, you know, you check in by three, you know, between three and six. And so we would, we'll be gathering, we'll be getting to know each other, having a cocktail and a dinner. And we'll really be reminding people that, um, well, we want everyone to share and, and give feedback and feel comfortable with sharing. Um, there will be certain moments in, in, in which they won't really be allowed to share. So our morning um, free writing sort of prompted practices are uh, that Marcy runs really where we give, you know, we share if we want, but we are not allowed to give any Thing other than a thank you for sharing okay. at that point, because it's usually very um, personal and it's just sort of free writing, right? We're not looking for, oh, you should have had a comma or that was a run on <laughs> sentence. We're not looking for that. So we're just trying to get people comfortable with that. Um, we're going to gauge, you know, even beforehand who's comfortable with it. I'm in with sharing at dinner time, maybe in the days afterwards of their actual project. And then reminding people that the actual coaching and writing coaching will be done between Marcy and myself and the other writer. And that's one-on-one. -on -one. And so nobody has to feel like they have to, you know, make sure that person knows about story arc or character <laughs> development. Like it's, you know, that's what we will be talking about with them one-on-one. -on -one. And so really for the feedback, if, people are looking for it will be more just like in general, like, oh, I was confused about, you know, what you said there, or, oh, I didn't really know that that's what you wanted to say. You know, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I wasn't, I didn't get it. Or maybe if you could clarify, you know, just more things of like questions or a little bit of feedback, but the really story stuff will be done one-on-one -on -one with, with Marcy and I, and that, so other people don't have to feel like they have to Right. be that person for them right okay nice nice I like how you how you have that out and so for this when I was going through your slides before um a couple of days ago and I really loved this I love that you added something to leave behind so and what do you mean exactly by leave behind a spirit of a critique and offense is that kind of what we were just talking about um yeah I, I, mean, I like that it's it's hard, right? Because writing, we'll we'll have memoir writers, we'll have fiction writers, uh, non you know creative nonfiction writers, and it's hard sometimes to receive feedback from people. A lot of times when you've worked for hours on something, you know, and you think that all your ideas in your head are on the paper, um, and maybe somebody says, "Oh, I didn't understand where the the character was. Like, where are they?" You can feel really like almost personally attacked. And I get that. It, it, it makes sense, right? I've been there <laughs> for, for sure. And so if, if it's really your first time ever in a, in a group, first of all, you don't, you don't have to share your work with every, that's not a requirement in our um, group. But if you do to just, you know, take a deep breath, just because somebody sees your story or is confused about something or has, you know, well, I don't know about this part you are allowed to receive it, consider it, and completely ignore it. This is your story, first of all. And so if everyone comes to the table with the idea of like, I'm not going to overly critique anyone. I just I just want to be helpful. I want to ask questions. And, and I want to be quiet 
more than possibly <laughs> critique. <laughs> and I don't want to be offended either. So um, I've been in critique groups where somebody will say, well, I don't really understand um, the transition here. Like what happened? You know, like it seems, and somebody will say, well, if you would just keep writing, you know, reading, <laughs> then you would know, like, it, it's okay if they don't understand it. Cause we do understand that the sharing time is a page, you know, it's not the whole story. Yeah, um, and so just being, taking a deep breath. Um, and we always do some sort of breathing exercise, like, okay, this is the time where we're just going to receive, you can consider and you can reject and it's okay. But I think if everyone comes together like that, it really makes for a much more um, just relaxing time where really you're discussing the art instead of discussing your personal project, right? And so yeah. it, does, it sort of takes away that personal attack feeling and sort of lets it be, let's talk about story. And, and this doesn't mean that it's attack on you as a person. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, that's all great information. And I know that people, you know, whether they're watching live or on the replay, will really get a lot out of that. Um, but let's get to your retreat now. Uh, I'd love to start talking about that. So first of all, your location, um, Toledo, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it'll beautiful. be in Toledo. It is in the Castilla Leon region of Spain. It's sort of in the middle. Um, we chose it because it it has quite a, a nice train ride from Madrid. Um, it's a really ancient city. It's a really cool city. It's one of, I say it's one of my favorite, but I say every city is one of my favorite <laughs> cities. <laughs> well, I can certainly see why. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. It's used, it's where they used to make the swords um, oh. back in the medieval days. And so you'll see a lot of sword shops there. Um, it has ancient cathedrals, uh, really small little roads, as you can see. Um, it's just, it's one of my favorite places to take people. And so I thought it would be a great place to start having a retreat. Yeah, I love it. And these are the dates. So you're, so this year it's going to be September 17th through 23rd. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and we're staying in a convent, an old convent that's now turned into sort of, it's actually kind of a retreat center. So it's not a hotel. Um, so it will have, it's, it's made for groups, you know, smaller groups to come in. Um, but it's in the center of Spain. But the great thing of Spain, of Toledo, and one of the great things about old convents is that once you come in, like you wouldn't know that you're in the center of Toledo. So it's great that you get to step out and you can go have some jamón or some cerveza or a cafe, but you can come into the convent and it has the little plaza. Um, oh. And it's like you can't even hear <laughs> the rest of the noise outside because it's just this engulfing peace. Um, and so it really does have this sort of like different world um but it's great because you can step outside if you need a break and you can go explore um it is an area in which the arabs were for a long time before spain so the conquistadors you know there's always they're always fighting um but they do still have culture there and so marcy lived in morocco for a long time and so one day she is she doesn't know which day yet but planning to pay, take people to the arab baths if they want to go, if they just sort of need a break in the afternoon. So it has a lot of culture. It's a very cool city. Um, so this picture we're looking at now, so the convent isn't in this picture. This is just a- No, no, it's okay. hard to find. So this is sort of the, the ancient inroad, right? And it's sort okay. of up on a hill. Uh, there's a different, there's a couple different entrances into, but these are 
much lovelier pictures than I had because <laughs> <laughs> just other people, the photographers are much better than me. Um, it looks yeah, because it has sort of that river, it has two different parts of the city. And so we'll be up at the ancient part of the city. Okay. Um, and then sort of the residential, you know, as it grew bigger, it has across the river, even more of the city. Um, but yeah, we will be in the center. Okay, excellent. Um, so we kind of touched on what um, people can expect. So some of these we kind of already did. But but if you could just take us through what your guests, your participants can expect from either before and during, uh, you know, during the retreat. Yeah, I mean, first, we will definitely be talking to each person individually to get an idea of how much they've traveled and how comfortable they are. Um, because we will be taking care of everything once they stop into Toledo, but they will have to fly into Madrid or Barcelona, sort of depending on where they're coming from, and get the train into Toledo. Um, and so we'll be talking to them. We can definitely help them with that. It's really not difficult, but I am fluent in Spanish. Marcy speaks Spanish. And so you know, if that is something that people are not comfortable with or they don't speak the language, we can definitely make sure they have their tickets, you know, their train tickets and they know where to go. Um, once we're at the retreat, it's seven days and we sort of thought that that would be a great number of days because you sort of have those two travel days on the end, right, where you have to check in and you have to check out. Yeah. So we are going to have morning writing time that is completely optional. Um, but it is guided and Marcy does a phenomenal job. She brings out prompts and oh my goodness, you, you would just be amazed at how much it's just helpful to sort of get out your thoughts for the day and then you can move on to writing. So each room is individual and each room has a desk, but you also have the gardens that you can wor work in. There are other conference rooms um, that you are allowed to work in. We will have our own conference room where we will be um, having our one-on-one -on -one times, which you can um, sign up for. Um, so you can sign up for three individual times that week to sort of meet with us and go over things and ask questions just one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and so you can also go out into the city if you, you know, prefer. Um, that you will have all the all the time to write that you want. And then in Spain, um, we eat lunch around three o'clock, <laughs> which might be a little bit strange for some people. So we will definitely make sure that you have your snacks. Of course, everyone sort of has a snack around 11. Um, we will, Marcy and I will be venturing out into the city and we'll let people know when we do that. If you want to come with us to have some tortilla de patata in the morning, if you sort of need a break or we'll let you know where to go. But we ourselves in our conference room will also have snacks that you can come in and grab <laughs> for sustenance because <laughs> I know that's a little bit strange timing for everyone. And dinner is at nine, but you have sort of a merienda around 530 to six. And so there will be food there course um to so nobody's gonna starve <laughs> yeah yeah you can't you can't write and not eat right um the food is amazing we'll talk to people if they have any allergies but really the food especially in the center is um a lot of pork a lot of beef so you know there isn't as much you can always get fish in spain always 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 so the convent does all the food for us they cook it oh, there okay. it's, it's very amazing so dinner is usually at night and that's Around um, 7.38, we're thinking we'll have sort of a get gathering and cocktail, sort of a winding down and re-coming together and asking people how they're doing, you know, sort of becoming a group again. Um, and then we'll have the optional cultural outings, but we will have two um, dinners out. So Friday night will be a dinner out in this really lovely place. It's a, like in, in our 
garden, courtyard, and that will be our celebratory dinner. But either Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll be also doing a tapas dinner, which is very common here, um, where you just sort of get lots of different plates to share. And that way, we'll make sure that everyone tastes everything that Spain has to offer <laughs> before oh they get gosh. to them. That just sounds Especially amazing. Especially when it's their first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'll, I, you know, I think I have something that weekend, but I, I might cancel it just so I can attend. <laughs> next year, next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we've talked about a little bit about this. Um, and, you know, that's what I love learning about all these new writing retreats. I love talking with writing retreat hosts and, and having the samplers because each one offers something just a little different. So we've touched on some of these, but but what else can you tell us about these? Um, I guess we, you know, the dinner, we talked about all the food and the Arabic bathhouse. So that sounds interesting. Is that close or? Yeah, it's in the city. So they, there was definitely a point in history in which Christians, Catholics and Jewish and uh, Muslims all live together. And Toledo is one of those places. Um, they actually conquered Spain up into Zaragoza, the, the Arabs did. And so there is a lot of culture in Spain. And so I actually have not yet been to an Arabic bathhouse. I am excited to go with Marcy, but she has a lot of cultural experience with that. And so that is an optional outing, but she is yet to choose which day um, that we will go and experience something very interesting, even new to me. Um, other than that, we'll, we, we will be around to add, you know, anyone to ask questions or to take people and make sure that they get their coffee or, you know, their experience out in the, in the center of the city. There's always sort of tours that you can sign up for as well. We're looking into that to make sure which ones are English speaking or, or whoever comes in with a different language. Um, and then we also within the price provide the transport to and from the train station. So you don't have to worry that literally the, the moment that the train moves into Toledo, everything with us is included. Um, except for if you go out by yourself into the city, you know, and do sort of your own thing. Right. Well, that's nice that you do provide that transportation from the train yeah. station. Yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of the, the part there. that people are like, okay, I'm here. Uh, what do I do? Yeah, especially Spain, like, you know, nothing goes straight. That's good. I'm sure it's much appreciated. Um, and, you know, we kind of talked before about people being hesitant to book writing retreats because it's just, you know, they're not sure of what's going to be happening. They don't know what to expect. So, you know, take us through the first day of your retreat. I know we've talked a little bit about this, but can you just guide us like they wake up on that really first morning and, and what happens? Yeah. So we want everyone to feel very comfortable. So we'll be going over the itineraries all the time. And there aren't, um, we decided not to make any sort of workshops. Um, this We'll see how that goes, but you do definitely have your one-on-one -on -one time. So we'll make sure everyone knows, you know, breakfast is between seven and 10, and this is where you go to get breakfast. And Marcy and I will be there the entire time. Um, then our optional morning um, writing prompt session will be in the conference room or possibly in the garden. It kind of depends on how many groups are at the convent at the time, right? And so people are allowed at, from the moment they wake up and have their coffee, um, to write wherever they want. We will always sort of be there. People will know where we're going to be. So that first day, we will probably be around the convent, um, in the conference room, in the garden, making sure people are okay. They know where they're going, um, that if they want to go out, they 
have a map and they know how to get back. Um, so we really want to make sure everyone is very comfortable, whatever level of travel um, you're at, because we know what that feels like to just feel like, I don't know where to go. Um, and we speak Spanish, so, you know, with any anything that is needs to be translated. So yeah, you wake up, you come down and have coffee with us, have breakfast. You can either join us or not. You can go back to your room to write. You can bring your computer to the garden. You can bring it to the conference room if you would like. Um, we will make sure that you know where the snacks are, where the lunch will be as well at three o'clock. And then, you know, when to come back around eight o'clock to sort of put your stuff away and make sure to come back to the conference room or the garden sort of depends on what day and, you know, sort of rejoin us and sort of have that breather and that relaxing time together before dinner. Oh, it's great. I love that you have a schedule, but it's not packed. You know, yeah. you have like a rhythm, like this is what's going to happen, but you're not hurting people from one place to another. Like, okay, quickly be here, quickly be there. You're giving yeah. them a lot of, a lot of free time options and also, you know, just group options too. I, I really yeah. like that. Some, some retreats try to pack too much in because I know they want to be helpful, but, um, but having this spaced out, I really like the way you have that planned out. Yeah, we really want, I mean, everyone writes differently, right? And jet lag will hit people differently if they have it. Um, and of course, in that time, if you want to use your one-on-one -on -one time, your three one-on-one -on -one times, if you want to use one of them that very first day, you know, finding that right time where you have the energy, you know, is, I think that's very important. We're all very different, right? Yeah. Well, this is another one of my favorite topics because it's so easy to be motivated in these gorgeous, amazing settings where all we have to do is write. We don't have laundry. We don't have carpool. We don't have all of that stuff. But I, you know, I'd love to hear your post-retreat tips. What do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, I, I first recommend finding a group, whether it's one other writer, two other writers, you know, whether it's on Zoom or in person, um, to keep that sort of giving and receiving spirit alive and awake, because again, you're not going to find that from an editor unless you're willing to pay them or, you know, you can find it from a coach, but not everyone can afford a coach. Um, so just finding people that you're, and maybe you'll find them at the retreat where you just really connect with and you say, let's meet every once in a while. And I can tell you where my story's going and you can ask me questions and sort of, make sure that everything, you know, there's no plot holes or anything. Um, I would also, and I tell every writer this, set a time to write in your agenda because life gets busy. Most of us don't write full time in the sense of we don't have anything else to, you know, that's going on in our lives. Most people have a second job or they're taking care of other people. And so the tendency can be to not prioritize our writing. But I think, for most people, writing it down in your agenda sort of tells yourself that this is an important thing. This is good for me. It's good for my mental health. It's what I love doing. And the more that you do it at that time, the more the your loved ones around you will really take it seriously as well. Um, and then I would say, if you really need help, don't wait. <laughs> you need to get it, you know, whether it's motivation, um, find a partner to motivate you to do it. Um, or if you are possibly a coach for a small amount of time or possibly find an editor who will sort of um, 
read, you know, partial parts of your story and give you, you know, sort of motivate you back. Um, if you need help with storytelling, I would get it right away. Like, don't wait until that editor just shreds up your, your <laughs> manuscript. And it's like, oh, it's so, it's so like discouraging to see more red than anything, right? So if you're, you know, there are tons of books and I'm happy to tell people. I'm also open and Marcy's open. We want to keep an open line with the people who come to our retreats. You know, it's not hard for us to answer an email. Um, and then we get back to the journal. So the reason I want people to bring a journal is to have, whether you join us on the morning prompted part, uh, morning prompt writing time, or if you just do it by yourself, but to be able to go back and read those times of what it felt like to be writing your story and immersing your story and the victories. Like I wrote a whole chapter today. I wrote five paragraphs today, whatever it is to go back and remind yourself, I can do this because we can sort of go down that writer black hole of like, maybe I can't even do this. No, you can. And I really, really will be encouraging everyone every day, like write down how you feel right now. How good does it feel to really, you know, figure something out about your character or that you worked and really thought about your story for six hours and how great it felt, you know, and how, how much better you understand the structure of it. Like write that down in your journal so you can go back and remind yourself in those sort of darker moments of like, <laughs> actually, I'm good at this. I'm a good writer <laughs> and I can do this and finish this book. Oh, it's such a great idea. I, you know, I didn't even think of that for the journal, like journaling in the moment, you know, can be really cathartic and really just inspiring, but having something to go back as, you know, quote proof, but, oh no, no, I, I know what I'm doing or I can do this. So I, I love that idea Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we can memory hold that, right? We can forget the good things we've done. We, we think about, you know, five things that we did wrong, but not the hundred things we did right. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. I was like, what's up? <laughs> well, thank you again, Kat, for taking the time to be here and share your right with us writing retreat. We just really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I have my Instagram there. You can also find a lot more about Marcy as well in her, um, her webpage, on that little web, that long web page right there. I think it's shorter <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, you, you'll also be able to click over just to our personal web pages and find out more about us. Um, and there's also an invitation if you sign up for the sort of more info, please. I want more info where it's just um, three more emails, sending you more things. There is a place where you can sign up to have a chat with us. Um, and just ask us questions. It does not mean you have to sign up this year. Um, but if you have more questions, if you are, you know, if you want more information, you can sign up for a chat with us. There are no expectations. We'd be happy to do it. Oh, that's, that's great. I love that. Kind of good information call just so, because like we said, a writing retreat, it, it's kind of a different thing. Not, I don't know. I don't want to say it's not, you know, a usual thing, but you know, people want to know if they're investing their time and money, um, that, but yeah. well, you know, what are they getting for it? So that's yeah. why I love having the sampler to tell people to, you know, give people more information about these and that you have an information call that that's even better because they can hear directly from you and get all their questions answered. Absolutely. Yeah. I We're happy that. to do that. We understand not everyone has traveled to another country. Uh, we are happy to answer any questions you might have. 
Oh, excellent. So speaking of questions, now we are going to need my glasses for this part. Um, <laughs> we are now going to move to the Q&A part. Um, so we do, I know, I think we have some questions in the chat, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, we have one from Lilla. Um, but no, we, no arrested. Nobody gets kicked out. <laughs> you just might feel a bit weird. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. But you use the Q&A um, function, we can invite you to the stage. Actually, Jordan in the background hands, handles that for me. I honestly don't know how it all works. But <laughs> but if you have a question, we can invite you up to the stage um, for you to, to ask the question. Um, okay, I'm just going to scroll through the chat because I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I love that. Somebody from Budapest, Hungary. Nice. Welcome. Love to have you there. Um, Oh, Virginia. Hi, I'm from Virginia, too. I'm from Nova, Northern Virginia, outside of D.C. And Kat's, when she's not in Spain for the summer, she is also in Northern Usually Virginia. Is, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Yeah, oh, and in case anyone is is wondering, it is a co-ed retreat. We do not, we, we are two women, but it does not have to be just women. We do accept, everyone has individual rooms. Um, <laughs> everyone who is an adult is allowed to come, that's for sure. Okay, so um, there's a question. Do you coach people who speak and write in Spanish too or just English? Yeah, I, I can coach people in Spanish, uh, storytelling. Um, I do read novels in, in Spanish. There is a little bit of a different structure that Spaniards are used to. Um, but in the end, uh, most stories need sort of the certain same things. And so I am happy to coach people in English or Spanish. Excellent, excellent. Uh, anyone else? Do we have any other comments or questions or things you want to say? We also have, um, because I, I've done the Author Accelerator, the, I'm a certified coach through them, and I'm doing their nonfiction as well, which hopefully I will finish in the next six months. Um, if somebody is looking, if they're just starting, if they haven't really put anything out and they are looking for more structure than what I, I said for a retreat, we are happy to meet with them and give them that structure. So we would go through the Author Accelerator Blueprint in which you would sort of, you would know where to start and you would have a next step. And so you can structure your own retreat sort of in that way of like, if you need to know what to do every single day, um, we can individualize that as well. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Oh, we have another question. <laughs> so will you be hosting another retreat in Toledo in 2024? Yes, yeah, so our dates for 2024 in Toledo will be the beginning of October. Um, we are also working with somebody outside of Segovia um, for one in April. And that one is not inside of Segovia. It is. It would be a much more um, on the outskirts. It's in the forest. It's a bit more luxurious. So it's going to be a bit more expensive. It has a spa, <laughs> which sounds lovely. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a really lovely place. And um, we will still have um, a couple of days where we'll go into Segovia. And so because of just sort of the luxury status of the hotel, it's a little bit higher um, status and the trips into the city, it will be a little bit more expensive. So Toledo with everything included besides your flights is $17.95 um, if you pay in full. And the, the Segovia one in April will be um, $23.95, um, not including your flights, of course. Okay. 
Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Um, you know, thanks again, Kat. And thanks to everyone who is watching either live or on the replay. I just really appreciate you supporting the Writing Retreat Sampler um, virtual event and also supporting Kat and the Write With Us Writing Retreat. Um, so I do these twice a month. And the next one is on August 2nd with Robin Henry. Um, and her retreat's going to be in Estonia. So I hope you guys can join us. You can look on Eventbrite for um, to sign up for the next sampler event. Very and cool. I guess we'll see you then. Thank Bye. you.